Welcome to Somewhere and Elsewhere, a Coastal Carolina Arts Podcast by Short Sides. I'm Kevin Lee Y. Green. Coming up next, a Somewhere and Elsewhere special where we uncover stories from artists across the coastal region. This is Christian Green with Shore Sides News. For children in rural and underserved communities, a strong arts education can be tough to come by. Public schools might have only limited funds to offer their students, while rural communities often lack art museums and cultural centers. That lack of early exposure to art can ultimately prevent creative kids from developing into artists. Luckily, the internet's made it easier to learn about, consume, and share art than ever before, but students still typically need that initial push. For Abigail Garland, that came in the form of a lucky visit to a museum. And now she's not only creating art, but she's also working to provide that education to the next generation of young artists in her community. Here she is with her story. How I think about art really is in terms of others, looking at others and kind of using other people's stories to create something and to share that and see how it affects others is really what inspires me right now and is the biggest motivation. I've made a couple short documentaries and that's really what I love to do. And I just hope to see that kind of evolve into more opportunities because it is kind of hard to find opportunities in Carteret County for things like this, which is why I'm spending a lot of time trying to create opportunities for myself. My name's Abigail Garland. I'm 18. I'm from Harker's Island, North Carolina. Harker's Island itself is about like four square miles long. It's surrounded by water. I mean, you can see water on both sides when you're standing in the middle of the island. So it's very small. Going to work in the morning, I pass more trucks hitching boats than I do regular cars. You're always going to see people fishing. People that have lived here a long time come from families of commercial fishermen and boat builders. You know, if you don't have a boat or if you don't fish um, or carve decoys or anything, you just get really good at being bored, which I did. I was really creative as a kid and artistically inclined, but to be honest, I just didn't really get much of an art education. I remember when I first got into high school, I had never been to a museum before, like an art museum or a gallery. And a family friend invited me to go to Raleigh with her to see an Ansel Adams exhibit. And I went and I was just like completely blown away. I was obsessed from that moment on. I was like, okay, there's other artists out there who don't just draw and paint. And that kind of made me come alive to art and really made me seek it out even more. In my search for finding the definition for art and like different art forms, I just went online all the time. I loved going on YouTube and watching people talk who were artists about what they do and how they got to the place they were and um, looking at like the virtual tours of galleries and stuff because there isn't really any fine art galleries around here. That's really where I fell in love with digital media is on YouTube. I, um, I was just constantly on YouTube. During the year, I work at an after-school program on Harker's Island called The Bridge Down East. It's a place for kids who don't have anywhere to go after school. They come and we tutor them and we have activities for them and I teach art there. My boss knew that I was interested in art, so she asked me to take over lesson planning for crafts and art activities. And then that led to just me being the art teacher and that's primarily what I do now. With the kids at The Bridge, I really just... And passionate about telling them that the artistic community 
has a place for people other than just fine art. There's so much functional art in our community. If you don't purposefully see it, you can kind of just see it as a part of the environment, you know, the livelihood of people, but it's really everywhere. So I want to help the kids be able to look at their surroundings, look at their environment and be able to identify what's art. I just want to teach them to be able to see themselves as future artists, even though they may not have that art education in the school system and have that support that if you can see art and recognize it and appreciate it, you can create it. Definitely being a teacher and being asked to step into that role, I took it on as my responsibility to educate myself as much as I could so that I could teach the kids well and, you know, be able to help them and cultivate you know, artists and them, but it's definitely a challenge not coming from a big artistic background and having to teach people to think like an artist. I'm still working to discover myself as an artist and my artistic identity, but working in digital media with photography and video is really what I've been focusing on. And I love this community and I've grown to appreciate it more and more. I think a lot of people who come from out of town for tourism and to see the water, they kind of see the smaller communities and, you know, they might not really understand it and the culture. So I'd love to give a voice to the history here and just tell people's experiences, really. That's that's what I've focused on so far. And what I've created is to share stories and to share experiences. Growing up, I couldn't wait to, you know, go away to college and, uh, you know, I was looking for every opportunity to go and maybe do like an internship abroad and I really wanted to leave. But now, like in the last few months, I've felt like a kind of shift in myself that I want to stick around a little bit because I'm starting to see changes happen. And if I can be here for that and help that along, I'd love to do that. You know, I'm, I'm not quite done here yet. Like I want to stick around to help this community so that the artistic community is evolving and growing. In the past few weeks, Abigail's released two short documentaries focusing on her community. In her most recent, she spoke to people gathered at a protest against police brutality in Beaufort, North Carolina. What this movement means to me is that uh, a long time coming. And in the other, she interviewed several local figures about how the COVID-19 pandemic has been affecting people in her community. This is the story of a sickness. And how four individuals from one town, in one state, in one country have been affected by the global pandemic of COVID-19. You can see clips from the documentaries on shoresides.org, where you'll also find a link to her full posts, which are, just like Abigail, on YouTube. Thanks for listening. We are all facing some lack of control over our daily lives. The truth is, we're never in control. We just forget how fragile our society, our economy, and our health is. But I've learned that in our lack of control, we can find solace in listening to each other's stories. After all, we're all in the same boat, even if it's not the same storm. Carolina art podcast from Working Narratives and Shoresides. Shoresides is a local journalism project serving the Coastal Carolinas and beyond. Know of a Coastal Carolina artist we should be covering? Contact us at info at shoresides.org. I'm Kevin Lee Y. Green. Thank you for listening. <laughs>